Stories. We all have them. Some have mountains, some only molehills. Moles? Seriously? Again? Yeah, I'm not. I'm done with that. So yeah, we got another story for you. And it's coming at you right now. Welcome to Fuzztown Stories. Today's tale, the small, insignificant life of Sally Fuzzworthy. Sally Fuzzworthy had stapled her hands to the paper again. Having fur fingers was definitely a detriment when it came to office work. She didn't even want to work in an office. I mean, the word office sounded too much like orifice, and that word was gross. Why was it gross? She wasn't sure, but it was. It had been a long while since the fuzzitronic bomb exploded, and everything went puppety. Everything, absolutely Everything was different now. Well, not everything, actually, but most things. Too many things. She had worked at a mortuary and graveyard. She drove the hearse, dusted the coffins, and for extra money she would sometimes help dig graves. She lived in a beautiful rural area, so everything was sort of catch-as-catch-can. Her dad both sold lumber and stakes and sometimes even hammers. Only the one time, actually, when a truck carrying hammers crashed into the big willow tree and the hammers mysteriously ended up in their garage. But that was then, when people did honest work, and it didn't involve an office. But since the fuzz don't age and don't really get diseases, people don't really die. I mean, sure, they unravel, they get mouldy, they burn up, but it was few and far between. So the whole death industry was dead. The food industry was dead too. Since the fuzz don't eat, well, they don't eat, they don't die. Also, the toilet industry, but maybe that was better off left in the past. She never liked toilets. They always looked like a a big mouth and the the lid was like the the top of the mouth and she always imagined it was eating her... Well, she didn't, she didn't like saying the word, any of the words. So, when Emperor Fuzzo assigned jobs to all the unemployed and made them, as he called them, funemployed, she was assigned work at the Office of Information Extraction. Her job was to staple documents, but mostly she was just stapling her hand to documents. Sally knew she wasn't good at her job. She even tried to get fired by knocking over the bowl of combs on level 7, but they just cleaned it up. She considered more serious actions, but that would be more work than she was willing to do. She sat and pulled the staples from her fingers. It didn't hurt. How do they even make staples out of fuzz, she wondered. They looked like metal staples, but then again, there was metal fuzz now, or something like it. She went onto her fur pewter and searched for metal fuzz. It brought back up several articles, mostly about several hardcore bands. Also, some image of the periodic table of fuzz. Ah, she thought, the interfuzz is just a big, dumb nerd. She never really tried hard in school. Oh, she was just bad at school. She had a boyfriend named Ritz. Not his real name. His real name was Roy. Roy Brothers. Oh, whatever happened to him? Did he turn into some sort of furry dog man or 
Maybe a patchwork something or other. See, no one knew why you ended up in the fuzz form you ended up as. Some said it was like your your secret inner self, but that didn't make sense, because, well, Chi was just this very furry, bright red monster thing. <sighs> yeah, that, that, that was, was not what she was. No, no, she was like a, a double super unicorn with pegasus wings and like rainbows for hair and gumballs for eyes. Mm, like how they had their ice pop with their gumball eyes. Um, what was it? Um, Bubbalo Bills? Or did, did he? Did he have a gumball nose? <laughs> that, see, that, that gum. It was always stale, wasn't it? Like the gum in, in baseball card packs. Yeah. Yeah, she collected baseball cards as a kid. Other girls were collecting Betty Bloom stickers. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like those. Not even the day glow zucchini with sunglasses one. She looked at the pile of papers that needed stapling. She grabbed some and then put them back. <sighs> this was boring. This would not do. Sally always imagined that she was destined for great things. Or she at least deserved them. Maybe she would marry a rich, famous actor. <laughs> but not a, not a stage actor, because gross, right? <sighs> she, she decided to go out for a walk. But um, before she did, she knocked the stapler casually off her desk. It was payback for being stupid. Can a stapler be stupid? Well, this one was. But was there a smart one? I mean, was there a stapler somewhere that was like provost of a university? Mm. What, what, what is a, a provost? Where had she learned that word? Who cares? Words are annoying. All she does is staple words together. And her fingers. Fingers a word. No, fingers is a word. And she wanted to give the finger two words. Yes. Yes, that that was some great wordplay, she thought. She she should submit that to the fuzz paper op-ed. The op-ed page was the paper of the paper where they published little clever phrases. At least that's what Sally thought, because she thought she didn't really read the, the fuzz papers. Too much bad news, and bad news can stuff it. She took the elevator up to the containment floor where the prisoners were kept. Well, they were called special guests, but everyone knew they were prisoners. Sally liked to look at them because it made her feel better about her life. She and Pooch Gompers had a few conversations, but she preferred talking to Stitch Witch. Yeah, she, she had unspooled a bunch of kids. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was terrible and evil, but also she was a good listener. Also, she had nice yarn hair. Better than this mess of red fuzz which grew every which way from every inch of her body. See, when Sally was human, she had dishwater blonde hair. It was usually dirty from the grave dirt, but she still missed it. Recently there had been action on the containment floor. There was a wool-level prisoner, and even that general everyone was so scared of was hanging around. Sally wasn't even supposed to be on that floor. She, she only had access because they coded her fuzz card wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, she she was supposed to get it fixed, but I know how it is. She she never did. The head of Fuzz Cards was this pretty hot cat puppet. Oh yes, Whiskers von Swartz. <laughs> she oh, she wouldn't mind some nuzzling with them. She she imagined them on a on a lint beach. They started near her shoulders and then moved their paw lower and lower. And her daydreaming was interrupted by the sound of the elevator. Huh, at this hour, that was odd. She hid behind some boxes. Why were there boxes on this floor? General Feltina Guernica entered with the Emperor, but he looked threadbare. Oh, this was weird. But he also looked smaller in real life. They were talking about something, and then they got the prisoner out of the cell. It was some bold human lady. <gasps> the wool prisoner. Were they breaking her out? <gasps> what? Sally knew at that moment she could sound the alarm and catch them in the act. In fact, the alarm button was right next to her. But then she'd have to explain the whole thing. And also, what were in these boxes? But then again, if she turned them in, <laughs> she should probably get a promotion. Or a oh, trophy. Oh, maybe one of those trophies with the, the guy bowling on top. Oh, and why did people get those? Oh, bowling, probably. Yeah, but she didn't like bowling. She bowling balls. Bowling balls were gross. Three holes in a ball. Gross. No thanks. But maybe she'd still get that bowling trophy without bowling if she tattled. <laughs> yeah! <sighs> but wait. Wait, he's the Emperor. Why would he be breaking the rules? Can the Emperor break the rules? Ugh, stupid. Okay, she thought. I'll sound the alarm and worst case, she'll just say it was a prank. Yes. <laughs> Then she realised they were already gone. Oh well. Goodbye trophy. Whatever. They give out too many trophies nowadays anyway, don't they? Sally was over it. She kicked one of the boxes. Ugh! Stupid boxes being all box-like. Then, all of a sudden, somebody started running at her. He shouted that these were his boxes and that they shouldn't be kicked. And who the heck was she anyway? Whoa! Slow your fuzz roll, Tubby! Annoying! Then the little guy was all like, I'm advisor and I'm in charge! And then he opened one of the boxes and it had like t-shirts in it that read, I was part of a coup and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. And then, and then he said he and some boob overthrew the emperor and he special ordered these shirts and well it was a rush job and he had them shipped to this floor because blah 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 and <sighs> he sure loved talking. Sally then said, if he was so smart, then why did the Emperor and that General break out a prisoner and run off? <laughs> oh, that shut him up. She filled in advisor on the goings-on and he hurried after them. Oh, politics. Gross. If this Emperor gets unravelled, they'll just get another one. Like potato chips. Oh, potato chips. She missed eating them. Eating was fun. No, it was just... Whatever. She then grabbed a pawful of shirts, because, you know, free shirts. 
She took the elevator back to her floor and looked out the window. Oh, that advisor guy was, was all spooled out, his fluffing just everywhere. Oh, it reminded her of the good old hearse driving days. He would be a closed casket for sure. Oh, the good old days. <sighs> she went back to her desk and found the stapler still on the floor. Where it belongs, she smugly thought. However, there was a fresh stack of files to be stapled on her desk, which she ignored. Sally, instead, searched for trophies on the interfaz. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she could just order one. Huh. Oh, what did it say? Best worker? Best person? Best everything? <gasps> Oh, yeah, maybe that was too vague. See, the best part was definitely going on there. Best. Oh, best, best, that's it. Yes, she'd get that. Best, best trophy. And that'd show Moira. <laughs> yeah, Moira. Moira was always talking about her house down on Fuzz Island. She had invited most of the staff over for Fuzz giving, but not Sally, though. No. No, she said it was a an oversight, but she knew it was personal. Ah, this was personal too. No trophy for Moira. No trophy for a house on Fuzz Island. Ha! <laughs> best, best. Yeah, 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 that's it. Oh, best, best, best. Was that better? Oh! Better. Oh, better. Best, best. Wait, isn't best better than better? (sighs) Why does it have to be so hard? And what colour would the base be? Sally didn't get a chance to pick a colour because the power suddenly went out and there was the deep bellowing scream of an elder god rising from below her and just as the building buckled and cracked in half sally scrunched up her nose and sighed great she thought this is just what i need gross she saw the elder fowls rise up and start his rampage that thing looks stupid she thought Two bests. She decided that way. She still seemed humble. Fuzz Town Stories is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan Goldberg with music by David Origlieri. Today's episode was read by Sarah Golding. Read our lyrics and transcript on podmusical.com. Read our palms and tell us when we're going to die. As always, thanks for listening and have a suntabulous bicuspid of a day. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.